Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Well, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm here, and I want you to know that I'm going to play through the pain. Oh, my gosh. You're experiencing pain? Yeah, but I'm a gamer. Mm-hmm. That's what they call me. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people think if I say I'm a gamer, it's that I'm a video gamer or a board gamer. But actually, I'm a gamer. I'm focused on the game. Sure. The game here being entertaining the good people of America with the podcast Jordan Jesse Go, and I'm going to but do also what mine, it takes. but also Minecraft. Well, yeah, certainly Minecraft. Mm-hmm. I love to. I, I I sort of see it as like less of a competitive thing and more of just a world building exercise. Oh, that's interesting. What an interesting way to look at Minecraft. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, so what, I also me, play any game that Microsoft owns. So, so tell me about your pains. Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> it's my other favorite game. My, Minesweeper, Flight Simulator, Minecraft. Well, I'm here to podcast and I'm here to entertain people. We have a wonderful guest here. Sure. The last thing I want to do is focus on the fact that I am playing through some serious butt soreness. Now listen, I want to – I know kind of our – you know, the way we do things around here is we gab for uh, what some might call too long before yes. introducing the guest. <laughs> well, I think some people might say that we gab for too long overall. Sure. In that it is you and I who host this show. <laughs> right. Uh, but I think we've got a, I mean, we've got a real hum- humdinger here today. Yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, you know, this isn't some kind of Randy Litke situation. No, this isn't just stand-up comedian Randy Litke no. joining uh, us here. So why don't we... Introduce our guest, and then you could talk about your butt. This isn't the pile of human garbage that is Chris Fairbanks. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, we could just we leave just... him in rotting in the corner <laughs> like the flesh pile that he is. <laughs> he can sit in the corner and wait for death. That's good enough for him. God damn it. You know what? I'm going to give him another option. Mm-hmm. Star in the highest grossing movie of the year, uh-huh. and then he can give us a call. Okay. You know what I mean? Done. That's where I'm only... Top Hollywood stars on this show, if Chris Fairbanks turns it around. So, hey, if you're out there, I know the idea was to introduce the guest soon, (laughs) but let me finish this jag. (laughs) Hey, hey, if you're out there, if you're one of our past guests, you want to be introduced a little bit earlier. Karen Kilgariff. Karen Kilgariff, Allison Becker. We're talking to all of you. Nick Adams. All of you, you know. Perennial, Rob Corddry, certainly. Faves. Oh, they're on Adult Swim, like that matters. Get your ass in Star Wars Episode Eight. Yeah, tentatively titled "The Rebellion Rises." You got it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what it's tentatively titled. I do know that there is a tentative title that fans are speculating about, but I do not know exactly what it is. I just so guess. you just made up "The Rebellion Rises" right off the top of your head. Pretty good, right? Wow, what are you a creative? Yeah, I mean, I can name a Star Wars movie. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Rogue uh, Two. Sh- should we introduce our guest? Yes. Okay, you know her from uh, Television's Archer. Mm-hmm. Uh, television's married until recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know her from film, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know her from Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know her as uh, the brilliant, the talented, mm-hmm. the hilarious, <laughs> the beautiful mm-hmm. Judy Greer. <gasps> Hi, Judy Greer. How are Hi, you? Hi, guys. <laughs> I liked your pre-introduction noises a lot. 
do they? Did you use? Will you use them? Yeah, do those are count? called those are called efforts. We'll even sweeten them. <sighs> so, We're going to add more noises on top of the noises you already made. Thanks, guys. A lot of this show happens in uh, ADR. <laughs> we loop <laughs> in a I lot of extra who gags. ADRs me. Well, you can put in a request. We can't guarantee that we can get people okay. because of scheduling reasons. Oh, right. But who would you like to? Kathleen Turner. She's good in everything. Yeah, I, she's good in everything. I, I and she's in she's in our price range too. <laughs> we can afford. Wait, I'm getting Kathleen paid for Turner. this. Um, <laughs> no, you are the person who, who does your voice will be <laughs> the ADR session. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird union thing. Um, should we talk about your butt before we talk about <laughs> me, or do we want to just like? Did you go spinning? I didn't. know. it's not a it's not a muscle soreness. It's a like a. Indoor? It was a laundry injury. Oh, you know how that is. Yeah, Jesse, I think the uh, I think the kink community calls it <gasps> pegging. <laughs> Wait, I don't know what I don't, I don't know, what know what you and the wife call it. You call it laundry, but I okay. So Sweet. as sensitive skin. No, 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 oh. no. It's not sensitive skin. Although that's an issue that's come up for me recently as well. As my body falls apart as I age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not what it is. So okay, okay. I. You know how a washer and a dryer, when they're side by side, yeah. as mine are, mm-hmm. not bragging, it's just a description I have of reality. a stackable unit. Oh, well. So there's that. Uh, Jordan? Uh, go to a laundromat. Got it. <laughs> not even the fluff and fold? <laughs> Sometimes I'll fluff and fold if I have a busy week. Fluff and fold is like Jordan's ultimate really? self-pampering. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, when, I rec- when I've been a real good boy, <laughs> when I've uh, eaten all my veggies uh-huh. and James. not masturbated at work. <laughs> Great. Uh, I treat in myself. In a really small, dark room. <laughs> I, I, no, no, no. I this, only I don't imagine c- where that's happened. <laughs> I don't consider this work. Oh, okay, good. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, good. This is just for funsies. Oh, good. Uh, I will treat myself to a fluff and fold. And okay. it has been a little bit busy, so I think I have fluff and folded this year more than I have in previous years. Ooh, so that's like your barometer for how things are going is how many times you've yeah. and folded. Can I fluff and fold without feeling too bad about it? Mm. Um, on Back to the butt? or <laughs> No, it sounds like you got some fluff and fold material, Judy. Well, what, yeah, what's your – I mean, obviously you've got this stackable unit these days, so you're not fluff and folding that I much. I am not fluff and folding that much, but I love a laundromat. Oh. I love going to the laundromat. I kind of do too. Uh, I have a coworker that – uh, that razzes me a little bit really? for go- still going to the laundromat. He's a big fluff and fold guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, lifelong New Yorker. Sure. Yeah. Just, well, in New York, they in New York people yeah. think it's normal to have someone come and get your clothes and then bring them back clean. That's not normal. That's I know. That's a rich man's miracle. Sure. It is. It is. But like. In New York, there's a place – like I don't – I've never had anyone pick it up and drop it off. I always do the drop off and pick up. I didn't know actually that that was an option. I mean I think I probably could have gotten there in my brain, but I'd never done it. You know where I fluff and fold? Hmm. Third world country. Oh, yeah? You, you mail it to Guam? No. no I don't <laughs> I don't know if Guam is a third one? world country. Guam might be second world. I just found out that Guam is – that we own it. Oh. We don't – own it, do uh, we? But like, no, the three it's of a us? protectorate, maybe. I I'm gonna sound really dumb, like a dumb blonde actress right now. But like, I I guess I've always heard Guam jokes. But, <laughs> and I like a rabbi and a priest walk into Guam. <laughs> like all I've been hearing my whole life are these Guam jokes. 
<laughs> like just one Guam joke after another. Look, we've all and seen Bob like, Hope specials. Sure. <laughs> but like a horse walks into a third world country, and the bartender says, "Why the Guam face?" <laughs> Late period Jay Leno was mm-hmm. nothing but Guam stuff. Sure. It's Guam, Guam and Edo. But he there. sold it. To his credit, he yeah. always sold mm-hmm. it. <laughs> but then I, I guess I just was like sort of putting – I was talking to a guy at work recently who's from Guam. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I asked him if he was an American citizen. And then mm-hmm. and he is. Or he has – he can be. Or he is. I actually forgot his answer because I was like fascinated by the fact that this country was like like Puerto Rico. Yeah. Right? That yeah, could... you're doing a great job, Judy. Don't worry. Oh, like they have delegates. Talk about your butt. Can we talk about your butt? Uh, oh, I was just a, a comment about laundromats. I also like them a lot. I yeah. have this coworker he's giving me a little razz mm-hmm. for for still going to the laundromat. He thinks it's you know he thinks I'm too old to be doing it. Uh, uh, but I do like it as a kind of a meditative place. You can always mm-hmm. read. It's always warm and it always smells good. Yeah, and there's always one crazy. No matter how nice a neighborhood you go to to do your laundry, there's always like a woman screaming at Jesus. Yeah, no, a laundry mat is laundry mat is definitely it's one of those things. There's so few institutions mm-hmm. yeah. in in American life that truly consistently deliver. A cross section of America's sanity levels. Mm-hmm. A bus, sure, mm-hmm. is somewhere where you will get. If you got twenty five people on the bus, one of those people is going to be out of their gourd. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, a Department of Motor Vehicles, mm-hmm. any kind of federal. When you're going to get like file for a passport or something, I love those offices. Those are some fun offices. I, I like love those too. that stuff. I love the bus. I love the laundromat. I love the Social Security office. I love the DMV. Recently, uh, I got post office. Anybody love a post office? I kind of like it too. My branch is right over here. My post office is on Third and um, and Western. That's my post office. Those oh. are my homies. I love. Um, also, recently. I'd never been to the building permit office. That's another oh, fun wow. one. Yeah. That actually, I feel like, does have, like, way, like, a way bigger, like, scale of people because in the building permit office, you have all, like, you have, like, very fancy architects in there, like, thinking they can talk the city into, Talk their way into a yeah, new buttress. Into, yes, into an extra 270 square feet mm-hmm. in their plans. But then you also have just, like, worker bees who are, like, really just working for the Christmas party. They just get there. They're, they're just there, and they're just like, I don't know. They told me to dig this goddamn yeah, hole. Yeah, is there a permit for this thing, the sewage pipe? Yeah, <laughs> but the laundromat's good, and I, I don't really go when I'm home, but it's a good time killer when I'm on location, like if I'm shooting something mm. out of town, and you end up having lots of time off and no one to hang out with, and so a laundromat, and you have dirty laundry. Sure. So It um, would be weird to sit there and not do laundry. Yeah. Yeah, I could. I've had the hotel do it a couple of times, but I'm so cheap, and that's so insanely expensive. So you I can't just build that. Rather... You can't build that to to the production. I think I can. I've just never asked. I feel, what I want to know. The genuine thing that I want to know mm-hmm. is who are the people whose lifestyle includes hotel laundry? Sure. Who are the? I sometimes I pull out. That card, yeah. that says what it's like it five dollars for one pair of underpants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like th- that is what underpants cost, isn't it? I don't know. No. Sure. Oh, I mean, yeah. it seems like that is all for cocaine eighties guy. 
Yeah. Like this, there's this world of luxury that was set up for cocaine 80s guy, mm-hmm. and it maybe does not apply anymore, but it still exists. Yeah, I can like see that. Like that and expensive sushi. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Like, aren't these things whose time has passed? Just things that only Brett Easton Ellis is still doing. Sure, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> a guy who would get killed at the end of a RoboCop movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like that movie. Yeah. Michael J. Fox at the beginning of a movie sure. where he eventually Learns becomes Learns to loosen more, up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, when he's driving like a BMW 325i convertible. Mm-hmm. Like Doc Hollywood? Or... Exactly. Absolutely. Like Doc Hollywood precisely. Yeah. Uh, the Secret of My Success? Oh. That's a Michael J. Fox, right? Yeah, yeah. Although, does he get more loose by the end of that or does he get more uptight? Uh, He finds himself. Yeah. Michael J. Fox always finds himself. That's true. He's really good at that. <laughs> he, yeah. He manages every time. Good yeah. work, Mike. Yeah. Way to go, buddy. I think so. We can all learn a lot from him. Yes. But what's exciting about a third world country laundry? Like, it's let's say you're in. <laughs> yeah. Let's say you're in Puerto Vallarta. Okay. Okay. Now, second world country. I'll grant you. Mm-hmm. However, the point is, you don't want to bring. Let's say you're going for a one week trip mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. a eight day trip. That and it's amazing. A, it's some kind of beach trip. Yeah. Let's say you're going on a beach trip to almost any beach country in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to have b- b- swim trunks. You basically got to have two sets of clothes for every day because you're sweating through your clothes. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to end up with uh, like a luggage train mm-hmm. if you're bringing all that stuff. Mm. Or you just bring three days worth of clothes. Mm-hmm. You just bring like a backpack full of clothes and just drop them off at that laundro. Boom, boom, boom. They're starched and ready to go. And it's going to cost you $3. Hmm. Okay. Pretty good. That's accessible luxury. What if, does this apply when you're going to one of those Jurassic Park islands? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's why they developed the dinosaurs, (laughs) Jordan. (laughs) To do laundry? Yes. They're Uh, intelligent. They work in groups. Oh. They can work door Yeah, if you could open a door, I guess you could also open a washing machine. Then I guess you could also eventually learn to fold with your little T-Rex hands. They hand wash. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they use a washboard. Well, that's even cuter with the little T-Rex hands. After hours, they've got a little jug band. (laughs) This is great. Yes, it is a lot of fun on those those, islands. Those movies, Uh as entertaining as they are. Yeah, which they are. Especially if they feature Judy Greer. I was going to say. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. Uh, could not be a bigger fan of the franchise. Yeah. Uh, Great. Shaped my psyche. Yeah. Oh. As fun as they are. To it, this day, they... Jordan will not go in a porta potty. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's smart. Um, and, you know, I, I, the movies make them look a little scary, but they sound like a lot of fun. No, they in are real fun. life. The it's dinosaurs? In, the yeah. thing is, is, I mean, Judy's, Judy's in one of these movies, so mm-hmm. she knows a little something about how these things work. But uh, I think they take they take what's called dramatic license for the purposes of the film. So oh. obviously, if in the films sure. it was just a bunch of people, uh, you know, uh, sweating through their clothes in the morning because it's mm-hmm. very humid and hot, mm-hmm. and then they bring their clothes to the laundromat and the the raptors mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and clean it up and you know wash it up, wash it down, uh, scrub it on the old banjo. And then they bring it back. That's the end of the movie. There's not a lot of excitement there. Yeah. So it's what they do is kind of like a is... similar situation where in the movie Trumbo, Trumbo really didn't do parkour. Yeah, but he did in the movie. Right. Okay. Exactly. Have you? Can I ask you this, please? Have you ever seen the movie 
Um, let's say Field of Dreams. <laughs> yeah, okay, yes. I love that movie. So remember those ghost baseball players? No. Yes. <laughs> I only saw the first 20 minutes. No. I loved it. I love that movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a weird director's cut or something. Ball players are, are irrelevant. Let's focus on James Earl Jones. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of people think that James Earl Jones is one of the greatest actors of his generation. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, a leader in the civil rights movement mm-hmm. and a truly remarkable public intellectual and so on and so forth. Um, actually... That's all invented for the movies. Mm. Uh, actually, he just owns a laundromat. I didn't know that. Yeah, but wow. he's got a certain quality and for the movies. Mm. Okay. Same thing with Kevin Costner. This is amazing. I'm, I'm learning know so much. that most of the millionaires in America own dry cleaning businesses? I didn't know that. That's like, uh, there's this book called The Millionaire Next Door. Uh-huh. <laughs> I read, <laughs> obviously, wanting to be a millionaire. Um, right. At least live next to one someday. <laughs> yeah. Like, watch their house when they go on their vacations. Sure. But that's Feed like, some millionaire cats, water some millionaire plants. Totally. Well, the thing about most of the millionaires is that they're actually, like, really frugal. Oh. And that's how they keep their money. Is- but a lot of them own, like, dry cleaners, dry and, like... Yeah, that. That's I would think big... a lot of children's dentists. Do you know that one of the most uh, popular children's dentists um, in Los, the Los Angeles area? Well, I know that you don't know this. There's no way you could know this. So I wish I wouldn't have said. Do you know that? The okay. answer is going to be no. That <laughs> this popular children's dentist um, is is a works. ghost baseball player. <laughs> is James is Earl the Jones? <laughs> <laughs> he lives and works near my house in um, in Los Angeles, and it turns out that he's from this like super small town in Ohio, where my mom's whole side of the family is from. What I did. I did that... know that. <laughs> did... That I did know. Now, I what read makes... a little bit about? I you know. did. Now, I've been talking makes... about it a lot. Sorry. What makes a children's dentist popular? I don't know because I don't have. I have stepchildren, but I wasn't taking them to the dentist here in Los Angeles. But um, I guess he's. I guess like that. Kids won't freak out if you take them. Oh, I like great drugs. Maybe. I'm really dope. Dope, Dope those up little the fuckers up. <laughs> Jordan, I actually... You can swear. I oh, totally. I yeah, yeah. wait yeah. until you guys did. I, I can answer that question with authority. <laughs> um, oh. Do you know, uh, you know our friend Adam Lissagor from the You Look Nice Today podcast? Sure. Um, Adam's father mm-hmm. is an extremely successful pediatric dentist. Mm-hmm. Uh, in... What happens if you go northwest from Los Angeles, Ventura, Mm -hmm. Ventura, California? Yeah, Ventura County. And uh, the secret there is he's – I mean just like our friend Adam Lissagor, probably a charmer. Mm -hmm. um, But also he's built his dentist's offices to look like the inside of spaceships. Oh, that's pretty good. He has multiple offices. That's how successful he is. And they all look like the inside of a spaceship. But what about for the girls? That feels very, like, not that girls Well, it's sexist of you to suggest Mm -hmm. that girls don't like the inside of spaceships. I would have wanted to have my teeth clean inside of a Barbie dream house. Well. I'm just saying. Well, maybe. How heteronormative of you. (laughs) Maybe you can go down the street to Dr. Status Quo. (laughs) I'm just being honest. No, no, I think that's and you know, and, and that's your truth. Yeah. And who are we to stop you from living your truth? Thanks, I think guys. we'd be a couple of jerks if we stopped that. 
Are we really never going to get back to your butt? Yeah, let's hear about this butt. Uh, well, you know, side by sides, they're pretty low to the ground. Mm-hmm. And there's, I got a kind of narrow oh, corridor. Oh, right. I was with... like thinking about your butt and that you were like <laughs> side by sides. That's what you called your butt cheeks. Pretty low to the My ground. My old side by sides. My old side by side turd cutter. Oh. <laughs> 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 Certainly when I get low. Sure. That's not it. Well, on the in the club or the on the dance floor. Low, sure. Low, low. Yeah. Uh, what happened is, as I bent to put my items, <laughs> I bent from the waist mm-hmm. to put my items into the front loading washing machine. That's right where your your wine rack is. And yeah. you, go, you got a bottle of wine up the butt. <laughs> yeah, you got it, buddy. Is that really what happened? Yeah, and I had, you know, what? I had already pants? greased up my butthole, <laughs> sure. so it Just really slid right, right in, in there. Yeah. Uh, I fell over. I fell over backwards like a clown mm-hmm. in a full clown, and I land. My butt landed on the corner of a dresser, mm-hmm. a low dresser, and pa pow! And my butt is black and blue like you wouldn't believe. Jordan. Oh my gosh! You Wait, would not like believe it. I'm so confused. A low? How high is your washer? I am high. Right. I mean, not with <laughs> drugs. I'm physically large. Okay. I'm a tall man. Although maybe this butt injury. I feel like I need a diagram. I bent <laughs> where all from, your furniture Okay, so I'm that, standing. Yeah. I bent from the waist sure. to put to shove things in. So I was uh, my my legs were upright, but yeah, my yeah. waist was down. Okay. Then I fell backwards oh. and my butt <laughs> went straight into the corner of a dresser and who boy was that a stinger. Sorry. That was a real stinger, I'm Judy. Sorry, I'm laughing. Have you I mean, let's 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 lemonade these lemons, shall we? Right. I mean, I'm a gamer. I'm going to play through the pain. Let's two, talk about it. Two thoughts. Okay. Okay. Can is this? You mentioned being high. Right. Is this your excuse to get that medical marijuana card you've been wanting so much? You mean as but, opposed hey, to my chronic migraine headaches? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, you can power through those with traditional drugs, but I think a butt injury. I should go see the woman from the billboards, the marijuana doctor from the She's billboards. She's so pretty. She's the very beautiful, beautiful Armenian woman. Yeah. And say, uh, excuse me, ma'am, mm-hmm. my name's Jesse Thorne. I have chronic migraine headaches. Uh, can I have a pot card? She'll say no. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll she say, will say yes. Well, I got a butt bruise. <laughs> and she'll be like, yeah. All right. Toke up, Chong. Here's some dank nugs. <laughs> I think you can go into that office and go, oh, and you'll get yeah. a card. <laughs> in fact, I might know that that's the case. <laughs> Just go in there and say, not high enough. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. sorry, sir. Here. Just, yes. Right away. Here's your card. It's not. Super difficult. Yeah. First, <laughs> harsh no mellows. Yeah. That's the... Right. Yeah. Do no harm. Harsh no mellows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But puff, you know what? Pass. I think that despite my lack of a marijuana card, mm-hmm. uh, despite the fact that I've got this bruise on my butt, mm-hmm. we have the great Judy Greer. I think we're going to have a great time. Yeah. Well, I was also going to say, is this, you know, is this, and I don't want to, you know, dip my toes too far into the jacuzzi that is your marriage. Oh. But. And it is a hot and bubbly jacuzzi. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, and do, is this filthy, maybe, filthy yeah, water. Yeah, really should be cleaned. Just, uh, uh, at this point. You got to change the filter on that li- marriage. At this point, it's like less water mm-hmm. and more like a bouillon. Sure, just like skin flakes. Like a broth. Oh. Urine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is this the excuse for things to get 
you know, a little spicy. So you you have this bruised butt. Mm-hmm. Maybe <gasps> maybe you need a lotion applied. Oh, maybe yeah. you need a an ointment Spice or a salve, a maybe, balm. Maybe I could get into poke play. <laughs> what? What's that? That's where you poke bruises. Oh, I thought that was sexual. Is that like, a thing? Yeah, it is now. I like to poke people's bruises, but it doesn't there you do go. anything for me sexually. It's I just, just like fun. to do it because it's annoying to people. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're a non-sexual masochist. I guess so. Yeah. By the way, yesterday I was in the ladies' room with a girlfriend Sadist, of mine. forgive me. Mm-hmm. Sadist. And she peed and said that her pee um, looked like uh, chicken broth and that she oh needed my. to drink more water. Wow. And I thought that was a really – I was impressed. I thought it was a great description. Yeah. I knew exactly what she meant. I mean, I can see the pee now. Right? Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. I can almost taste it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my story about pee. It's really good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I am really uh, – Back to the butt? As someone who had a – as long as we're talking about our our regions. Sure. As someone who had a kidney stone at a very young <gasps> age. Yeah. I, I heard am, it's really painful. It's the worst. Uh, yeah, it's the worst. Uh, I think uh, women who complain about childbirth are, uh, sissies. <laughs> wow. Because there's some hot takes today. Yeah. No, I think, uh, mothers are very brave and we should all, uh, all right, cherish all right. No, I'm anti-mother. S- send them a delightful basket of Sherry's Berries. You yeah. Just An offer, edible bouquet? Co- yeah, edible arrangement. That's uncles are nothing is. for me. Yeah. <laughs> all uncles all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, uh, my kidney stone. Yeah, yeah, I always, I always am am someone who who takes note of my pee and its clarity, right? Because mm-hmm. so, of that time, right? Yes, and I and you know uh, I I got a talking to from the doctor about you know uh, my hydration, and he you know I, I'll always remember him talking about you need that pee to be clear. Yeah, I obsess over clear pee. Yeah, the doctor told you to have clear pee. Yeah, yeah. I thought it just turns yellow if you have like potassium or something. I think well, to, if your pee is like talking about cloudy, mm-hmm. yeah, cloudy is bad. But you like the clearer your pee, like the more it looks like water, the more hydrated you are. Yeah. So any color or sure texture, odor or texture. Let is me NG. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. What if my pee is lumpy? It's probably not pee. That then is VD. Yeah. Oh, okay. Some other kind of. Uh, got Wait, it. How old were you when you? Uh, had by the way, good stone? use, good use of VD. <laughs> Judy Greer, star of a World War II film strip. Um, I, was, I heard someone say VD. Have you I been think... lying with an unclean comfort woman? <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. I think I heard it in a movie recently, and I was like, I want to bring back VD. Why not? I like, I like that term. I'm I'm more interested in that than like STD. It's so like, all encompassing too. Because it also feels like an '80s movie. Like, oh my god, he has VD. What? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> he has VD and she's PG. <laughs> <laughs> right now, now to take care of this RoboCop. <laughs> I'm gonna have the hotel wash all my underpants. <laughs> Snort sushi. Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this P question. Uh, oh, guys. Judy, to answer your question, I was like 25, I think, Oof. when I had the kidney stone. Yeah. Right. Where 25, was it? 26? Did it happen in Chicago? Uh, in his penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I call Chicago because it's so windy down there. I don't know what that means. It's a real you know, deep dish penis. Wait, do you guys know why Chicago is called the Windy City? Because uh, no, it's probably... full of blowhards? Yes. 
I believe. Oh, Sorry, I didn't mean to spoil the reveal. You did. I didn't actually know the thing about your neighbor. I knew, so you know. I knew that. It was yeah. also a stupid story. I was just trying to chime in because I felt like you guys were hogging Sorry. the whole conversation. No, no. Sorry, but Judy. truthfully, you're right about Chicago. It's the long-winded politicians. Oh, the end by me. But it, you were in. You weren't in Chicago when you had. I was your, like in Connecticut. I was like working in Connecticut. Oh, uh, yeah. So I was, I was far, far from home, which made it a little bit tougher. Sure. Uh, but I think I'm more powerful because of it, and I'm very did, conscious of my pee. Did do you, you think keep you, your stone? No, I didn't. I should have asked to. I, in hindsight, I, I people have asked me that, and I would love to just. You know, whip it out from a locket that's under my <laughs> under my yeah, shirt it, at all times. Like, dipped in gold. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd say uh, less locket, more power amulet. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Wait, what if you maybe have it sewn into a dream catcher, made mm-hmm. into a gold tooth? Oh wow! Ooh, yeah, that's that fun. Always... <laughs> <laughs> I have my dog's teeth. <clears throat> He's dead, and I don't know what to do with them. But I want to do something. How awesome did you get them? them. Uh, they gave them to me. Well, he was wow. alive when they they pulled them out because they were all rotten. Oh. Um, not all of them, just most of the bottom ones. But like the, 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 I guess the main ones. But um, this is your dog gummy. <laughs> no, Buckley. But oh. the, they pulled out his bottom teeth and then they handed them to me after his cleaning. And so I've always wanted to like do a thing with them. Oh, wow. But I don't know what to do. Sony do a dream catcher, might I suggest. Ooh, I don't know if you like know a shaman or a, just like an older Like I, I know a divorcee. couple, but not like a good one. Yeah, I right. know this rich lady in Brentwood who... Mm. Just kidding. That yeah. seems like a thing that they would do. It, it yeah. is. You're right. I think you're... Yeah. I was trying to get at something like that too, but I couldn't find the words "rich lady" in Brentwood. Right? And you so did find the word. you did find the word "shaman." To That's your true. credit, mm-hmm. I and I think the shaman. two of you. Am I saying it wrong? Nah, let's call mm-hmm. the whole thing. Off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> you Where's say the shaman? Oh, I don't think anybody's wrong here. <laughs> um. So yes. yeah. So when you said your friend that had had broth pee. Yeah. It was visceral for me. I mean, I was I you was imagining having broth pee myself and the panic that it would send me into. I had full blood pee once. Oh my gosh. Wow. I did not have a stone, but mm-hmm. I had a kidney infection and I went to the clinic at school, like the school clinic that you go to when you're in college, mm-hmm. and I was like um I went and signed in and I was like, "I this is like some blood in my urine." Uh, and she was like, okay, well, like, give us a sample and then sit down and we'll call your name. But it was really all blood. So I did it and I put it in the window, my sample, mm-hmm. and then I heard a nurse start screaming in the back. And then oh, they were no. like screaming my name. Oh, my and God. And then they made me take a taxi to the hospital and I <clears throat> had to go to the hospital. Oh, my God. Did you die? I did. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I got better. But. Then, Thank you for coming back here to have a catch with us. <laughs> I got better, but but that stuff is so scary, and I feel like it might happen to young kids who are away from home because we're so dumb and we don't know how to take care of ourselves or something. I don't know. I Wait, was was this was this your fault that you got it? Was this because you were doing too many uh, keg stands or something? I don't know what happened. I think that like. I just sort of didn't take very good care of myself for a couple weeks. Just like general. Like some, maybe like I had like a little like bladder infection that I was like, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. like, no one's taking this beer out of my hand. And then I just like ended up like it went from like zero to like all in my kidneys. Were you a party animal? Um, 
What uh, what what college was this? It was DePaul University okay. Theater School at DePaul University. Been known for their ragers? Uh, I don't think so. But you know, theater kids. Oh yeah, uh, Jesse and I did a little theater in college. Did you guys? I'm, I may have starred did in a play you? that Jordan yeah. wrote Were you and on the ruined really? it. It's, it happened. Is then, it your uh, biggest regret casting him in that? Yeah, I mean, I think I would be a lot further along in my career if if only. <laughs> If only. <laughs> if only I had a different lead for my for my college play that I wrote. So I thought go- here's here's how I ended up starring in Jordan's play, and it, really it's Jordan's own fault that I ruined his play. Mm-hmm. I auditioned for this play because I needed. I was trying to coast out of college. This may have literally been my last mm-hmm. quarter of college, and I I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna coast on out of this thing. How can I get enough easy credits to finish up my degree? Because I was so done with learning. (laughs) Wait, what college is this? Uh, The University of California at Santa Cruz. So learning wasn't the top concern. Right. Um, And uh, Jordan told me, Jordan and I were friends at the time, hosted Mm -hmm. a radio show together. And uh, Jordan told me, oh, well, I have this one scene part in my play that I wrote. Lies. Um, and it's, a it's for an outrageous radio host, like a morning zoo DJ. Uh, if you audition, I'll pick you. So there was like a draft. It was like a mass audition because it was a student play thing. Uh, well, I'll pick you and we'll give you that part. But unfortunately what happened is, uh, all the dudes got picked real quick and Jordan had several male leads in his thing. And, uh, I've never written good roles for women. Yeah, and it's something that uh, you know I'm trying to change. I'm looking. Yep. I'm looking at myself long and hard about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, I just don't know. I just haven't met a lot of them, so yep. I don't know like what really? they would do in a given situation. A lot of good women. Uh, I'm just in in general. A lot of the women. I find that a lot of the women I meet are duplicitous. Mm-hmm. Big problem for sure. me. Just duplicitous. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm right here. This is fake sexism. I'm like, Judy. okay. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, so then I ended up, and I was, you know, I mean, I was grateful that Jordan thought of me when sure. all the talented actors were gone. But, uh, yeah, then I ended up with a real part in Jordan's play. I had not actually acted in, at that point, I went to acting, I went to arts high school. So I acted through high school, but I was not great at it. And, uh, yeah, I had not acted since then. And, uh, yeah, I feel like I ruined Jordan's no, play. I'm were sorry great. that I, have I ruined very, I have very fond memories of that production. I, really? I, I remember you being good in it, and I remember it being a fun experience. Our friend Ashcon directed it. That was fun. Sure. What was the name of the play? Oof. Guys. This is tough. I'm, I might need to call my mom to ask her. What was the play about? There was, was two about, guys. Yeah, it was about two guys who start a cult. Two goofy oh, yeah. goofballs. Want to join my cult, maybe it was called? It was called something like Let's that. Let's start a cult. Let's join a cult. And Jesse played opposite a real live male model. <laughs> yes. No way. I sure did. Yeah. Wow, that guy was a, uh, something else. Very beautiful. <laughs> God, gorgeous. Just carried around. This guy, this fucking guy carried around in college like it was nothing uh like a parcel like a not a parcel like a shoulder bag you know like one of those little shoulder bags like, like a, a little like a little uh satchel like a satchel that's what I'm, he carried around a satchel like it like it weren't no thing mm-hmm. 
just carrying around a fucking satchel. Looked like a million fucking dollars. He was early to the faux hawk, too. <sighs> he, beat, he had a faux hawk yeah, in a he had satchel? A, he had a faux hawk in 2003, yeah. which was very early to have a faux hawk. This mm. is pre-Skrillex, mind you. Mm. And I know that what he has is not a faux hawk, but I'm lo- looping in. I think it may have been pre-Beckham. Sure. Could be. The popularizer of the faux hawk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whatever happened to him? I mean, I assume he started a call. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Judy, what was your uh, in when you were going to theater college? What was yes. your uh, what was your? Do you have a role that you cherish? Oh, certainly nothing that I wrote. <laughs> no, um, I once played a a, a eunuch. Oh, mm. I played yeah, like a a blind eunuch in a play called The Visit. I think. Maybe it's kind of famous. They might have made it into a movie. I was not in it. Yeah, they did. It's called Game of Thrones. It's on oh. HBO. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch You're that. Peter Dinklage's friend. Yeah. <laughs> We're buds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a blind eunuch. Once I played a nine-year-old boy with AIDS. Oh, oh wow. wow. Like the worst VD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is. That is like the king. Yeah. That's the real king of VD. The Game of Thrones of VD. <laughs> that is the Game of Thrones of VD. Wow. Um, I played Marilyn Monroe. Uh I know you didn't ask for all my roles. You asked no, for I'm... like one role, but yeah. I don't know cuz in theater school, I mean, I guess you guys know this, like you play everything. So when you come out of acting school, like, you have no idea, like, who you are or what you're good at. Because, like, you play, like, a 90-year-old man and a 9-year-old with AIDS and... <laughs> And you would have preferred to have been typecast <laughs> as a ditzy sexual deviant. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm – yes, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I guess I really liked playing the nine-year-old boy with AIDS. That was fun. Yeah, it seems like that would be a He huge. had so much energy hmm. until the end. <laughs> when right. he – Oh, whoa, spoilers. Oh, <laughs> Come crap. on. Crap. I'm behind yeah, on AIDS play. No, it's, it was really something. So you like, so you just did all this different stuff that was super disparate. Did you feel like when you got out, you're like, okay, what kind of parts do I do? Well, I think when I got, then when you get out or when I got out, I thought that I could do anything. Mm-hmm. I think that's why actors sometimes who go to acting school like think they can do anything, and you want to just be like, no, you like you can when there's only like seven girls to choose from because you have to. <laughs> But you can't now. Did you find that your wings were clipped? No. Oh, so you're still soaring. I feel pretty like I've been lucky. But yeah, like I can't play a boy on TV. Well, actually, mm-hmm. things are changing. <gasps> Wait a could. minute. Maybe I could. Wait a minute. Somebody get deadline on the phone. <laughs> Told ya. Yeah. Greer plays boy. Oh my gosh! I was having a conversation with a coworker today about the kinds of theater kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a a big theater kid, mm-hmm. uh, and we razz her a little bit for it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were watching a video today at work of some really, really embarrassing grade A dorks uh-huh. doing a lay Miz flash mob <gasps> at a train station in Washington D.C. That's on YouTube. It is on YouTube, oh. and if you if you want a pain pleasure experience that's like chewing on a cold sore that you watch, like wow. like dig into these misguided 
charisma dorks oh. doing this no. lay Miz flash mob. Uh, How many are there? There oh, is there even enough for it to be interesting. Uh, there's maybe like a dozen. Oh, that's not enough. Yeah, I know. It is like it's right. It's like it's you know like when you when you watch a an improv everywhere thing. It's impressive the pure volume of goofballs they are able to wrangle to goof around. I was in a musical for improv everywhere sure. once, uh, and but this is just you know maybe somebody maybe some people bailed at the last minute. Uh, couldn't get off work or something, and so this this lame is flash mob is uh, it, it just it, it just could not be. It's grown ups. It is grown ups. What yeah, are they saying? Oh, Do you God. hear the people sing? Uh, uh, one more day to something something. Clearly, you are in the flash mob. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was. I'm sorry. Clearly, I'm, I'm describing my own flash mob. I uh, have never seen lame is. Oh yeah. It's a real snooze. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why. Yeah. Uh, that's so sad, and that doesn't surprise me at the same time. And we were we were razzing this coworker of mine because, you know, it's kind of a, these are your people, right? <laughs> and she was saying that these are not her people. And I think it was one of those things is when you, when people try and lump you in with a dork that you not, you are not. Right. It's especially, it, you know, it's especially hurtful because you're like, I see how close to this type of dork I am, even though mm-hmm. I consider myself, right? You know, not not of them. What Freud called the narcissism of small differences, of course. Possibly uh, Jung. Could, yeah, could be Freud. Could be Jung. Yeah. Could be bottom of a Snapple cap. Yeah. Hard to say. <laughs> yogi tea bag. <laughs> could be yogi tea. Oh, they got some great wisdom on those. I know a girl who my friends and I say she speaks in yogi tea bag. Like that's <laughs> like her main form of communication is like just like walking up to you and saying, you know, like heaven starts with your smile. Like, like, <laughs> like, like that. And you're like, I get, uh. It's, you know, the, the, those do really have a lot of like really just like careful wisdom on them and that's the first place i heard eating ain't cheating what <laughs> without a yogi tea bag really yeah and i it's one of my core values to this day wait yeah. no it wasn't it's not I, i'm joking i was like that's a very that's, crass phrase. I, I know but i i was all excited i was like maybe i'm getting the wrong tea because my yogi tea the like licorice root and like the skin detox you gotta go with bone zone I, mm-hmm. yeah. yogi bone yeah zone. yogi bone zone that's where you get eating it cheating. Yeah. yeah that's great liquor in the front poker in the rear <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Wow, uh, that's good. I that. learned on my yogurt that more people die every year from getting hit in the head with a coconut than a shark attack. Wow. Wow, that seems almost like a threat coming from the <laughs> Was it coconut-flavored yogurt? <laughs> no. But, yeah, that was something I learned, and I really like that fact a lot. What's this brand of yogurt? We actually talk a lot about yogurt brands on the really? show. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, I believe, is there something called Stony Field? Yeah, or, I feel a, like yeah, it was, Stony Field Farms. That's a classic yogurt brand. I feel like brand. it was that one, but now I'm like, it was so. It was like two apartments ago, so mm-hmm. I don't, I remember be I remember where I was standing when I read it, and I remember going, hmm, 
Yeah. Well, the good news is most of our listeners mark time, mark the passage of time with your apartments. So. This was the one on Glen Holly, everyone. Got oh, it. Glen Holly apartment. We had some good times oh. at that place. Ooh, it's re- one of those things is like smells, just the, yeah. the emotions yeah. and memories come pouring back. They really, they really do. The oh, plumbing heard... wasn't good, but boy, the parties were. I yeah. had this deck that when it was like a detached deck from my apartment, mm. and it was one of those houses built in the hill. And then someone had divided it into three apartments, like mm-hmm. the owner. And so um, the woman who lived in there before me, she had never done anything with this deck. And he was like, I really hope you do something with this deck because it's so cool. And I was like, hello, like totally doing something with the deck. But I didn't either. For like five years I lived there, I never even put like one piece of furniture on the deck. And it's still like I don't know why. Like, Do you ever why? stop by to check up on how the new new owners are or new renters no, are treating the deck? No, I never did. I kind you of probably should. I, you know, there was a better apartment. The top apartment was better, and I kept thinking that that girl was going to move in with her boyfriend, and then she never did. Mm. She did Commitment so phone, huh? much with her deck, but her Deceitful. deck was attached. <clears throat> I know. Anyway, whatever. I was just thinking about that apartment mm. recently. I think you should go back because you might get a great punchline. Like, what if you went back? And the new tenants put a bounce house on the deck. It would be Boy. really dangerous because it's like kind of <laughs> bounce high. right off that yeah. deck. <laughs> I think that's the worst Boy, thing oh, to oh, put oh, on oh, that yeah. deck. But um, I yeah, also... if you were to bounce into the wall wrong, it would tip. Yeah, well, it was like it was on top of. There's just you would die. You yeah, would bounce, like, right, <laughs> you know, even maybe like one of those small rebounding trampolines might not be safe up hmm. there. But I wonder if anyone did anything with it. I also set my whole bathrobe on fire in that apartment while I was wearing it once because I was making tea and I was like the the burner was going mm. and it was not an expensive bathrobe. So it like all went up in flames and then all went out at the same time. <laughs> what? Whatever, have you, you know, there's like. So it just turned to ash around you? Well, like it singes everything. Like, have you ever like dropped like a burning item on one of those horrible comforters in a hotel room? No, no, <laughs> no I don't. I don't have a lot of open flames in hotel rooms. <laughs> Let's just say for fun, you're smoking a joint in a hotel room, for right. instance, and it's like a shitty hotel, mm-hmm. and it has that shitty comforter on the bed that you should take off anyway, but you didn't. Sure, because of the jizz. Go on. <laughs> and then you let's say drop that. And then, like, there's, like, this flame retardant thing that – like, this chemical that, like, covers the whole thing. But it actually, like, bursts up in flames first before it completely goes away. Wow. The flames. It was – I also was really – Stone, so maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Let's but in my say. memory, like the whole thing went up in flames, but then immediately extinguished itself. Let's say <laughs> if that happened. But the same thing happened with my cheap bathrobe in that same apartment. Mm-hmm. The end by me. Well, it's good that you're using these flame retardant products. <laughs> <laughs> to go that match perfectly your uh, risky yeah. lifestyle <laughs> of open flames, <laughs> hard drugs, <laughs> poor lifestyle the choices. Women in my family historically like fire. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, well that's something we're going to have to get into in the next segment. It's Jordan Jesse Go. We'll be back in just a second. <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Judy Greer, America's best friend. <laughs> it's true. It's good. 
Uh, hey, guess what, Jordan? We got something up on the Jumbotron this week. I'd love to hear about it. Well, it is for Mike mm-hmm. from Bo. And the message that, that Mike this, would like to send to Bo. Is that de- that's definitely Bo Jackson? I should hope so. Yeah. Well, Bo knows I was great messages. That. Yeah. It's probably Bo Jackson, right? 100%. Is he yeah. the most famous Bo? I mean, there's Bo the White House dog. Bo Bridges. That's it could be definitely. from Bo the White House dog. To Mike. <laughs> yeah. His friend Mike. <laughs> His friend Mike comes over <laughs> the sometimes bird. to drink beers and watch basketball. Yeah, in his dog cave. <laughs> uh, hey, Mike, Bo would like to wish you a happy quarter of a century, you old man. I hope that you have a wonderful day filled with Oreo kisses, podcasts, chicken, and treats. Sounds like he's talking to a dog. Uh, (laughs) You bring so much joy into my life, and I can't wait to celebrate many more birthdays together. P.S. I hope you can forgive Jesse for wanting to punch you in the face. He means well. Is that about you? Or is that like another one of their friends? I I have no idea what's going on. This is the most baffling baffling Jumbotron in the history Mm -hmm. of Jordan Jesse Go. Between that list of dog activities. (laughs) I guess Oreo kisses. You guess you wouldn't want to give a dog Oreos. What the hell's an Oreo kiss? Is that where you chew up an Oreo and then la 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 and tongue kiss someone? Because you wouldn't, because dogs can't have chocolate, right? But I can't imagine there's like a ton of actual chocolate in an Oreo. That's true. There's not. That's why I eat Oreos once in a while, even though I'm not supposed to have chocolate. Why aren't you supposed to have chocolate? Migraine trigger. You and your migraines. It's all you talk about. I know. Yeah, What can I say? We get it. (laughs) I have Uh, a god awful nightmarish disability. (laughs) So we don't know what any of this means. Uh, Jesse, I don't know if you've threatened to punch Mike in the face before. but apparently... I'll punch him if that's what this is about. Yeah. I never punched a man, but I'll start. Uh, well, anyway, hope you guys enjoyed your thing. <laughs> it's sort of like, I think the Jumbotron is sort of like prison. You got to you gotta punch somebody right up top, yeah. no. show them you mean business, and then nobody's going to mess with you from there on out. I think it's code. For people in prison, and you might have just done something really, really naughty, dude. Wow. Like you might have I just signaled the shanking. Yeah. Can I tell you, when I worked in the mayor's office in San Francisco uh, Ugh, in high school. The mayor's office in San Francisco. We get it. <laughs> Do you have a migraine in the office? My butt. Yeah. Uh, one, like, uh, I was just, you know, I was unpaid intern, so they just give me miscellaneous things. And it was the office that I worked in was the one where, like, if you send a letter to the mayor or you call the mayor in, from the phone book, it's the first people that answer, uh, called Neighborhood Services. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my big accomplishments was getting the San Francisco 49ers to send a set of schedules to a guy who was in prison uh, that had all of the seating charts cut out uh, because they weren't allowed to get maps in the mail. Mm. What's a a real feather in your cap? Yeah. No, what? Just on the subject of sending secret messages to prison. Sure. But, like, now I'm kind of into this idea because podcasts like yours mm-hmm. would be an excellent way to send secret messages. Oh, boy. People never suspect the podcast. Do you because think they like, have iPods in prison? Well. And I, iTunes to, yes, like, update it? Yeah, right? I bet they have Min- iPod min- shuffles. Like, minimum security prison. Yeah, they probably have shuffles. Like mm-hmm. an old shuffle. Just, so. I mean, something that you could fit up your butt. Like that red one that Bono made. Totally. You could fit a red Bono up your butt. Yeah. You could totally get into prison with a red Bono. Yeah, it's perfect for hooping. Totally. I think it's happening, and I think you just did it. I just put 
a red Bono. No, I feel like this is a really good way for people to get people in prison can have iPads, can't they? Or like, sorry, get like iTunes? No, you don't think so? I think it probably depends on the prison. <sighs> we're talking about jails. We're talking yeah. about prisons. You could definitely get about... Title, but I don't know about iTunes. That's... Yeah, Title's awesome. Do you guys have it? No, I do not have Title. I love it. Are you a legitimate title owner? Legitimate. Nice to meet someone finally. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. I like really 100% believe that the sound quality is better. I'm like a total believer. Because Rihanna told you? No. Hmm. We did a test. Really? In the car. A title test. I like that you did an A-B test. We did an A-B test in my husband's Volt. And he has like a pretty decent sound system in his Volt. He got like the nice package volt and we did a test with the same song once played on title once played on uh, itunes mm-hmm. the title was better it sounded amazing All amazing right. i'm in i have to say on Wait. my like little sono speakers you can't tell as much but like surround in that volt in, in that, that volt, volt. That Ooh, you gotta get you volt. got you gotta hear it in a volt yeah but i truly think like it's good Okay. That's how I well, feel. first of all, we don't. If you're getting a kickback from this, we don't appreciate you doing an oh, ad in no. the middle of our ads. Sorry. Yeah, anyway, I don't though. I really don't. I'd love to. I would. But we're sponsored by those Neil Young cubes. Yeah. So, <sighs> so you talking about? Yeah, he's invented a a lossless a compression for audio <gasps> digital that's only for his B sides and live tracks. Oh, yeah. are you really sponsored? I'm so sorry. No, we're not. No. <laughs> we don't have like, sponsors. No. We just wished some My guy happy birthday Oreo from Oreo cookie kisses. Some, yeah. We spent literally a third of our show just now talking about happy birthday wishes yeah. for a guy whose friend gave us $100. This could be a romantic partner. Between all of us. I'm getting part of this money. No, that, I'm telling you, we have to split it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. fifty for me, fifty for Jordan, nothing for Christian, and nothing, nothing for, for you. Me. So four fair ways. Enough. Yeah, we split it up four ways. Okay, that seems fully fair. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey guys, this is Adam Conover. You may know me from my true TV show, Adam Ruins Everything. Well, guess what? Now we're doing a podcast version right here on Maximum Fun. What we do is we take all the interesting, fascinating experts that we talk to for just a couple minutes on the show, and we sit with them for an entire podcast, really going deep and getting into the fascinating details of their work. Find Adam Ruins Everything wherever you get your podcasts or at MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Judy Greer, America's best friend. Okay, Jordan. Yes. Something momentous happened to me. Let's hear it. We're about to do our signature segment, Momentous Occasions. So why not kick it off with one of your own? Yeah, so I don't know how to parse this. And I don't know if I made the right decision or the wrong decision. But I'm just going to throw it out there and I'm going to ask you because I trust the two of you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, You know, Jordan, you and I have been working together for... Since the play. Uh, mm-hmm. Almost 20 years sure. now. On theater projects, audio. <laughs> what have you. Sure. 
uh, boats and uh, uh, Judy. I I really liked you when I met you that other time. Yeah, me too. I liked you too. Thank you. Um, and uh, and so I trust your judgment. I mm-hmm. need your insight on this. So I was driving to work mm-hmm. um, earlier this week, mm-hmm. the morning, but mid morning. I've done some exercising. These are all important details. Jordan, the the tail of the tape mm-hmm. is in the detail. That's mm. what I always say. Mm. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Yogi Teabag <laughs> sayings. Uh. Aphorism. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm driving down Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles, and uh, the car in front of me uh, slows dramatically. Mm-hmm. It's not a busy road. But not an empty road. <clears throat> Car in front of me slows dramatically. I come up sort of close behind it because we're sort of in the middle of the uh, the middle of the block. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a woman driving. Uh, Why does it have to be a woman? Man in the mm, passenger yeah. seat. There's a man in the passenger seat. Jesse just writes good roles for women in all of his anecdotes. And the woman, without taking her eyes off the road, punches the dude in the passenger <laughs> seat. Wow. Face? <laughs> like fully... Arm? Face. Wow. That's the greatest story in the world. Is this 100% true? This is all true. So punches him, and I see him kind of, you know, try and defend mm-hmm. himself, but not, he doesn't hit her. And she wails at him again. But again, her eyes are on the road, so she's not doing a great job of punching, but they do appear to be real punches. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, fuck, what's going on? But then they go back to driving normally, and I'm like, well, I guess I don't have to do anything. <laughs> And then, probably three seconds later, like three full seconds, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, the car stops completely. They do not put on their hazard lights. Oh, boy. And she turns and starts punching the shit out of this dude. Wow. Meanwhile, traffic's a little busier, and I have to decide, what do I do? Do I... Stay put. Put on my hazard lights and call 911? Do I... Uh, what's going? What do we, where do I tell them to go? They say look for a blue tercel <laughs> somewhere near, or I'm on their tail. Is that what yeah, I say? Sure. And no, I put on my left hand turn signal <gasps> and went around them and went to work. Wow. I did. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Let he, me ask you. Oh, sorry. Please. Uh, I mean, I know. I guess I would. Be, I mean, I guess I think if he they pulled over and he felt like he was in true danger, he would get out and run. Yeah. Would. Uh, yeah. I have to interrupt. Please interrupt. What would you have done if it was a dude punching a girl? I would have called the cops if it was a dude punching a girl, which is maybe sexist sure. of me. I think it is sexist. Mm-hmm. She didn't seem to be doing that much damage, but she was she was a she was a, a stout woman. Mm-hmm. She wasn't a slight woman. Probably and does CrossFit. She was putting yeah. something behind her punches. Zumba, she probably does. Yeah. That seems fun. Uh Maybe That's I a mean great story. best case scenario. Mm-hmm. This is a dom sub relationship. Yeah, dude's into it. Oh. Just wants to be randomly punched while he's taking a ride. Did not look into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was dressed up like a dog. I should mention that. <laughs> well, oh. that's something you gotta. So maybe a face punch is part of his. Maybe he piddled on the carpet. Yeah, he's been a bad boy. Now I know we're. I know we we are on the cusp. We're teetering on the cusp of a momentous occasions. But I realized that we. We dug up a conversational bone, uh-huh. but we have not unearthed it totally. Uh-huh. And really quickly, I'd like to ex- excavate this. Yeah. Uh, 
just so people don't fucking freak out and ask us to finish this. Right. We'll get to the momentous occasions. Judy, fire. We need to talk about you fire. You mentioned that the women in your family <laughs> like to set fires. Uh, like... <laughs> was that just a hilarious <laughs> remark or is, that, is, there, is there some truth behind that? We like to burn things. Go on. Well, you know, I uh, in Ohio, where the my mother's side of the family is from. This... What are we talking about? Columbus? God, I wish. Akron? <laughs> no. Mm. I've run out of cities in Ohio. <laughs> no, but Ohio I was, City. Like, just since we're in tangent land, um, I was reading mm. uh, about how Akron, Ohio is like one of the best places to live if you're single. Oh, really? Yeah. What are the because there's are... just tons of rock hard cocks and dripping puss. <laughs> Ew. Um, <laughs> I hate the word puss. Um, <laughs> any other word than that? Got it. Um, I uh, I and no, I was nasty like... turd cutters. <laughs> if you're into a sure big old dumper in fat yeah. sloppy lips, if sure. You like it to feel like a hot dog down a hallway. Akron <laughs> is the city for you. Mm-hmm. And no. tight, inviting ear canals. <laughs> I was reading like on this lady like and this... totally effable. <laughs> NVDs. Sure. NVDs. <laughs> um, on this, uh, on this, what is it? A website or a blog or something? MyDomain.com. I think they mm-hmm. had an article about like if you're single, like the best cities to live in. Um, and I was reading this today, and uh, and I was so you're thinking saying, about divorcing your husband. And <laughs> no, to it was, I know this sounds really bad, but like I was thinking it was really fascinating because that was like a city that I was like, oh, Akron. There's like one in Air. There's a city in Arizona because they said that actually like the big cities are not. I have a lot of single friends, mm-hmm. like, and they're always like, oh, I don't want to meet guys. So I feel like. Maybe they should move to Akron. Anyway, the city in Ohio is called Cary, Ohio, spelled C-A-R-E-Y. And um, that's where my side, my mom's side of the family is from. And uh, there, I don't know if you're still allowed anymore, but, like, everyone burned their rubbish. Mm. You know, wow. you have, like, a big whatever, like, oil drum. Is that, like – sure. Like a hobo. Right now like... I'm picturing uh, – <laughs> right now I'm picturing <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's brother in Rocky. Mm-hmm. Right? Where they all they're all huddled around in a, an oil drum fire singing doo Yeah, but it, no, but this is all like like farm women, right? Like doo singers, right? No, the Orioles. No, no. what doo group were they in? My family, mm-hmm. Frankie Valley, zero. The Four Seasons, zero doo group. Hmm. Um, they. So then, why do they have the oil can fires? I, that's what you burn your trash in, so it doesn't like set your whole farm on fire. Mm-hmm. And you sing the doo-wop songs. No. No? No, but so, I love doo-wop. So your grandmother was a trash burner. Yeah, and my and, and I didn't her mean mother... that to sound like a slur. It was not. <laughs> One of those lazy trash burners. <laughs> she was a burner of the trash. Mm-hmm. Her mother tra- burned trash. My mom and aunts loved to burn trash. And one day, like, I love to set things on fire, like, in my, like light things on fire if I can. Sure. Or, like... I wouldn't say light things on fire. I like to put things in a fire. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, my dream is the fire's already going. You and don't then, have to, you know, okay. get it going. You could use a roaring fire already. You can just yeah. toss the corpse on there. Yeah. And I was, like, telling my corpse, mom. no. Yeah. Photograph that reminds you of a rough time in your life. Sure. Or, yeah. Memory like you'd rather forget. pages or, like, yeah. whatever. I wish it was legal to burn more things but anyway i was telling my mom this one time and she goes oh honey don't you know and i was like what 
She's like, that's how we are. <laughs> it's our way. It's like finding out you're a Highlander. Jesus Christ. Usually they give you a little envelope that says that at your bat mitzvah. Yeah. No. Now you're a trash burner. Yeah. Well, like your mother and her mother before her. Yeah. So it all makes sense now. And so the fire thing doesn't totally freak me out. Nice. You know, it's it's just it's it's in you. It's in me. Like the music. Yeah. There's the music and then there's the fire. Right. Now I have like a full paranoia that I didn't blow out the candle before I left to come here. Mm. <laughs> full You're paranoia. You're fine. You're fine. Just it's out, right? It's totally out. There's no candles allowed in the dorms anyway. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> what you think. Year. Oh, what? shit. What? Oh, no. Fuck um, That's the fire burning story. That's really or, good. It was great. Not no, even thank really you. A story. I feel like I know. It's just like a. Thing. Yeah. Some background. It's like a little dossier. No, thank you. I feel like, you know, I I get, you know, I'm one step closer to assembling mm-hmm. the puzzle that's you. But, like, have you been to, like, the farms in Ohio? I have never been to Ohio. No, really? I can't say that I've ever been to the farms of Ohio. Like, I wouldn't, I mean, I, I would go if you're nearby, definitely. But, like, Ohio is farmy, and it is really beautiful, and, like, there's... A lot that you can burn there. They put chili on spaghetti. Sure. Do they? I've never had yeah, that. Yeah, it's Cincinnati style. Cincinnati, well, Cincinnati Ohio. Cincinnati is like barely Ohio. It's more like <laughs> Kentucky. That's like fancy. <laughs> you just ate raw noodles. <laughs> yeah. Didn't cook them. We certainly didn't put chili on there. No. We just crunched into those raw nudies. I've seen chickens with their heads cut off. Cool. I've seen cows being butchered. I've fed milk to little baby goats. Who were later decapitated. And lambs. So yeah. far, this sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. great. It's kind of cool. Man. Um, and I mean, yeah. there's all these hot singles running around. And with then their... you can go to Akron. In like an hour and a half, you can be Jeez. in Akron just Check boning out all those hard. Hot, hot yeah. holes and Ooh. rods anyway, and cones. Should we go back to the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, play. Are, are we describing how the eye works? <laughs> I am still not clear on what sex is. <laughs> I will be perfectly honest. Got it. I'm just saying anatomy words. Is that what you Alice anterior? I don't know. Is that why you keep buying bifocals and then just giving those, like <laughs> raising and lowering your eyebrows? Like, ah? <laughs> am I having sex? <laughs> That's a fancy word, tibialis. Yeah. Tibialis what? anterior? What's that? Think of that as your finger bones. Oh. Two, yeah. I could be wrong, though. Anterior cruciate ligament? Certainly don't want to be corrected. Uh, Our engineer uh, happens to have gone to over one year of nursing school. What? Shaking his head. No. uh, Emphatically, no. Okay, I'll get corrected from Christian because I know him. Yeah. He's not just some guy with a Goku avatar on Twitter. No, he's some guy with a Pokemon hat. Pokemon hat. Thank you very much. What is the tibialis anterior? Oh, I thought you were going to say which Pokemon does he have? It's Pikachu. Yeah. Front of the, the leg. Front of the front leg. Front of the leg. Anyway. Got it. Should we take a call? Yeah. Let's take our first momentous occasion. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. It's Dylan from Alaska. Uh, momentous occasion. I was just in a McDonald's, and a guy was on the phone, and he was shouting into the phone, Hey, Mom, the goats are fine. Get off my ass about your goddamn goats. <laughs> you love them so much. You come up here, and you feed them yourself, because I'm done with your fucking goats. <laughs> and then he left. And it was the best thing that's ever happened to me. And yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much. I love the show. Bye. 
Ju- Holy shit. Judy, you ever you ever have that problem with your mom? <laughs> Setting your goats on fire? Because <laughs> he's such a fire bug? No, but I'm so jealous. Yeah. When I hear stories like that or like the punching in the car story, I'm so jealous. <laughs> which parties are you? Of, yeah, of which who, who do you want to be in those situations? You really wish you could unload on your husband. <laughs> I can't, no. The next time he's insisting on doing an A-B test in I the old do- Volt. <laughs> I'm jealous of you guys for like witnessing that greatness. Oh yeah, like it's fabulous. It's great. It was, mine was more terrifying and sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, I go. think honestly, like I think I there's like a I think if I were from what what was the name of the town in Ohio? Cary. If I were from Cary, Ohio, I might have gotten up in that business. I think a small. I think in a small town, yeah. you know the people, and you, there's an expectation that if something's going down, it's you should be involved because you're involved in things. I think I don't know if it's all of Ohio or just the county, like Wyandotte County, where Carrie is. Is if you get a DUI, they put a different color license plate on your car. Wow! wow. So in this town of two thousand people, what happens if you commit adultery? <laughs> Some sort of spinning hat. <laughs> in a town of two thousand people, you like know everyone in town, and everyone has like. Like half the people, I'm not going to say half, but like then you just like know everyone who, I mean, not that anyone would know anyway. I just found that to be fascinating. When I was, uh, when I was working in downtown San Francisco, I, I had a temp job for the Department of Elections and one of the dudes was this big dude who had just like blown into town. Like mm-hmm. one thing about having temp government work is it's just like anyone who can get it together to like fill out a form and put it in and they just pick it out of a hat or something, you know. It's a real weird group of people that you're working with. And uh, we were walking down the street in the Tenderloin in San Francisco and there was this dude uh, like with his head through a window of a car like throwing stuff out of the car. And uh, I remember so vividly this this dude I was with. I mean, he was like a big dude, but he said, we got to do something. I was like, like What? And he's and he fully like went after the dude. He's like, "Hey, is that your car?" And the dude took his head out and he goes like, "And he goes like, yeah, it's my car." It was obviously not his car. Mm-hmm. I want to make that abundantly clear that it was definitely not his car. And uh, he goes, "Yeah, it's my car." And uh, the guy I was working with was like, "I don't think it's your car, man." And the guy said, Psh, "Whatever," and just leaves. Whoa! <laughs> and I was like. Oh my God! No, don't say anything. No, 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 no. Like my like hood blinders came on like a hundred percent. Like no, you just run the other way. Like when shit's going down, you hide, 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 hide. Yeah, and I think that's how I felt when I when I saw that lady punching that dude. Like, oh, well, uh, gotta get out of here. Yeah, but like, I think you got a big heart and big courage, and you would have done something, Judy. Well, I don't think I would have like a. I don't know what I would have done. I honestly don't know. But like, yeah. I always assumed that it's some sort of sexual relationship. So I think I would have just told myself <laughs> the dom sub story and then just went about my day. We should uh, being, explain. Being glad that that man uh, could get a boner. Yeah. If you're a new listener or, uh, Judy, you've only met Jordan recently, you should know just contextually that he has an incredibly vivid erotic imagination. Yeah, that's pretty clear. <laughs> I write most. I write most of those uh, Fifty Shades of Grey's. Oh, most, most of, of them. them. Yeah, he's written. There's he wrote one, one through forty. Uh, yeah, and I'll, then I'll farm some of them out. Just a temporary election worker mm-hmm. wrote the last ten. 
I have a picture of a like an extra on set, like sitting in the corner reading one of those. Like she was dressed, she was playing like a housekeeper. Mm-hmm. It was kind of amazing. I, yeah. I don't know where that picture is. There it, was a it, time it, when sure. everyone in the world was, was holding a copy of that book. I know. I bought it. I never read it, or I haven't yet. I might still. I don't know. But then, like, my husband was like, "You have a Kindle, like." Why wouldn't you buy that for your Kindle? Like, why did you buy the hardcover? Or mm. the? I was like, I don't actually. I don't know. That's a really good question. Like, I have no idea. I just was like, oh, I want to get that. But- it is amazing that once they became like the the covers of them are pretty benign. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. just like a sheet. Yeah. Yeah. And a you know a wand or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing that even she a wand. Like, yeah, I've seen these in airport. Got it. Okay, it's definitely a sheet and a wand. I've written these. <laughs> I approved the covers myself. Right. Uh, that even when it became common knowledge that these were, uh, you know, bondagey sex steamers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh That people would still just read them on airplanes. I would be too embarrassed. Would you watch Game of Thrones on an airplane? I would not. No. What about just like a – what about – would you watch an R-rated movie, like on your laptop or whatever, uh-huh. and you're not sure if it's going to have like some nudity in it? Boobies. Like it's not like – it's not like you're not watching like Silk Stockings. Sure. Right. Like an the Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah. You're not watching – Emmanuel in Space. HBO's Real Sex. Sure. But – you think it it's R-rated and it might have, like, some nudity in it or some steaminess in it or some, like, uh, gunplay, whatever. Yeah, I would – I mean, I think I would be okay watching something that had violence if there wasn't, like, kids, you know, in my peripheral. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely – like, I mean, I feel like I have a couple of – I have a couple of uh, comics in my comic role mm-hmm. that will have maybe have some cartoon J's in them. Uh-huh. That's Jugs. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Got it. And yeah, I definitely do not want to read. I have a couple of plane trips coming up, and I'm like, oh, I am definitely going to try and get through these J comics before I get on the plane. Yeah, I brought uh, the comic book Saga on a plane once. Sure. And I'm just going through it. And then there's just this whole childbirth spread. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh. Yeah, because definitely, <laughs> like, definitely, like, I think, I think the uh, society rightfully. Yeah. Sure. This, yeah I'm going to go ahead and side with society on this one. Right. You should be careful of someone who's into cartoon porno. Yeah. <laughs> and I am not into these sexually. Right. I like them for the stories and the articles, of course. Sure. Uh, but yeah, but I think if I if I did not know that, you know, a saga or a sex criminals uh, or a rat queens was a, you know, a, a well, you know, reviewed, uh, you know, piece of legitimate culture, I would say like. Who's this fucking masturbator next to me? You know? Yeah, because I mean, like, if you're sitting there reading Run Rabbit Run or whatever, sure. it's probably got a few deep dickens. <laughs> sure. But... I'm so out of this conversation because I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, I'm talking I mean, about know... John Updike. Thank you very sure, much. Yeah. I know what comic books are. Right. Yeah. I just don't know the ones you're talking about. Yeah, well, we're talking about comic books that... Uh, are you talking more about, like, graphic novels? Yes, we're talking about very classy comic sure. books here. Super graphic like, I novels. want to be clear. Yeah, very graphic. <laughs> we're talking about the classiest stratum mm-hmm. of uh-huh. the comic book firmament. Okay. But the, sometimes there would be, uh, like, uh, uh, yeah, 
cartoon porn parts in sure. there. Not like erect er, er Johnsons. Sure. Sliding and I think in. this is I think I'm going back now to the feeling of like not being that nerd. I'm like, yeah. listen, there's guys who want to watch Sonic the Hedgehog crank it. Right. I want to read a <laughs> classy comic book where occasionally somebody's cranking it. Yeah. You're embarrassing Christian, like, wait, by the way. Why are you how do, how do you guys read on planes? Are you like like holding it up like I this? like lick my thumb like, every time I turn the page. Like I'm confused. I read out loud. I can't read to myself. <laughs> I'm a child who has to read out loud. I usually have to take have... off your clothes completely to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. people like that. I can't see and I uh braille books are super heavy, so I usually just give it to the person sitting next to me to and like, ask them to read it out right, loud to right. me. Because it seems, and I don't know how large the books are that you're talking about or, like, how close you're sitting to the people next to you, but, like, it seems like you could read these books and not... And, and, like under and, a sheet? And kind of go but undetect it. The yeah. thing is, is, like... Am I wrong about this? I think, I like, if, so stupid? if you are reading a comic book or if you are watching a genre film or if you have a giant beard and mm. are bald oh. you're constantly on the alert uh for people thinking you're a creepo mm-hmm. like you really got to take care that strangers don't think you're a creepo how do you manage that oh i fail consistently mm. yeah i think the general consensus among People who have passed by me mm-hmm. is that I'm probably some kind of creepo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, if you're getting on a plane and there's three seats, and you're like like a mom and her kid, but mm-hmm. she would not put her kid next to you. She would sit next to you. They would talk to the flight attendant about ask for moving. a different seat. Yeah. Okay. Because they probably see that I probably got some kind of graphic novel in mm-hmm. my seat back pocket in no amount of saying, ma'am, I'm a public radio host. Right, right. We're preparing for a big interview with this respected creator yes. of and, high uh, culture. And this artist. Yeah. Hi, I have Dan Clow's email mm-hmm. address, mm-hmm. ma'am. I'm Ben Wilson. There you go. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so whatever. Yeah. Anyway, we have one more call. Oh. Let's hear it. Well, hello, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. It's Renee Colbert from fellow Max Fun Podcast, Can I Pet Your Dog? Hi, uh, hey, listen. Uh, everyone knows Jordan is a beloved but enemy of our show. We had him on back in January for big cats versus dogs debate, and despite every attempt to make it biased and unfair, he still won. So can, can you pause this? I saw in the description. Can you pause this, Christian? So Renee, so you know, is the host of another show in our network. Can I pet your dog? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of the most lovely, charming, delightful shows that you could ever hope to listen to, mm-hmm. especially as a dog lover yourself. Mm-hmm. Now Jordan, of course, is a cat owner. Mm-hmm. He's got a wonderful cat named Bug. And so there was a major crossover event mm-hmm. in which Jordan uh, debated with uh, Renee and Allegra from Can I Pet Your Dog about what was better, cats or dogs. So that's just context for Renee calling into Sounds our Sounds like Jordan won. Yeah, I think Jordan sounds Should like Should we Jordan listen to the rest right? of this? Get okay, it. sorry. Yeah. Well, if you expect when I saw in the description that Jordan was having some trouble with Doug... I tuned in, hoping to get some intel, some strong audio evidence uh, of when we have him on again. Maybe maybe cats are great, but they keep you up at night. 
So I was listening to your show on my phone, and my phone was in my hoodie pocket. And while I was listening, there was a spider. I killed it. I put it in the toilet. I flushed. When I turned around, there was a clunk. Your show stopped. And when I turned back around, my phone was gone. I looked all over the bathroom. I checked the trash. I was dog-sitting at the time. I pried his poor mouth open to see if maybe he ate it. Uh, but after about three minutes, I had to accept I literally flushed your show completely down the toilet. Yeah. Uh, there is a little bit of a silver lining. I called my landlord and lied and said, the toilet's suddenly not working. He called the plumbers. The plumbers came over. I lied to them. I said that I had a party, and one of my guests went missing, and a child probably flushed it. They are probably looking for a phone. They found it. They got it back. Uh, phone's completely ruined, but we had a good laugh. They said, uh, it's the first time it's ever happened. I thought they bonded. I thought that they would cover for me. But the next day, I got a call from my landlord saying, hey, nothing wrong with your toilet. The plumbers found your phone, and it's going to cost $90. So I flushed your show completely down the toilet, but it was a $90 plumber's fee slash spoonful of karma for trying to cheat. Yeah, okay. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Yeah, I Thanks, can. Man. I can understand. I think she deserved that. Sounds like a. Sounds like she just got a, a you know an IRL example of a yogi tea lesson. Yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely what happened. I was about to talk about lies, hmm. but she did it for me. Yeah. So many lies. We all learned a certain thing about breaking one of the Lord's commandments. <laughs> Thou shalt not not, covet thy neighbor's wife. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Guns, that you're allowed to have guns. We should explain, Jordan is married to his cat, Bug. (laughs) Yeah. Bug? Yeah. You're not married. No, we're not. We're just roommates (laughs) and close friends. (laughs) Does your cat think he's the dog? No, I'm not. I don't like that either. Does your cat think he's the big cat? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, she's fine. She's just a nice is cat. Is your cat just like a cat in a human's body? That she is that. I do consider her a cat in a human's body. <laughs> Those are all the things. Oh, that I have a slave. I should say I have, I've I've purchased an Eastern European teen runaway. I call it my cat. Her uh, name's Bug. Her name is Bug. <laughs> I hate when people say that. I think it's. I think it is. It is demeaning to cats when people do the. My cat is just like a dog. My husband's dog, and he will always say this, is 100% dog, knows he's a dog, loves being a dog, loves being the exact size that he is, feels like really good about being a dog, is a dog. Like has a super positive body image? Is that what you're <laughs> well, saying? Well, he shouldn't, but he <laughs> does. Are you fat shaming your husband's <laughs> dog? Well, we put him on this medication that I secretly am dying to take, but um, and it's affected his beach bot. He's gotten thinner. His ass is still completely square, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> like, but he, but he's lost the the weight. My dog has a big butt. <laughs> I've never met a dog with a big butt before until I met Nacho. Yeah. Well, my, that's my dog's name. My dog Coco has a big butt, so that's two <laughs> big dog what kind, butts. Wait, what kind of dog is Coco? Uh, she is like a terrier chihuahua mix, but with a big with butt. With a big butt? Mm. My other dog, Sissy. That's uh, <laughs> Often people ask if they're related. They're not related, but uh, Sissy does not have a big butt. <laughs> But Coco's got a, got a nice fat rumpus there. Mm. So does Nacho. Yeah. 
It's nice to it's nice when you're patting your flank. Sure, you know? something there, you know, something yeah. to grab onto. You got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's going on? Sure. Not sexually, just like not. roommates. No, yeah, it's like a couple just of roommates. Give her like a little mur- mur. like roommates and good friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have a momentous occasion to share with us, our telephone number two zero six nine eight four for fun. You don't have to be one of the hosts of Can I Pet Your Dog, but it does help. Sure. <laughs> 206-984-4FUN. Put it in your phone so that you can call us when something momentous happens. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Judy Greer. Judy Greer. You can have your same nickname. You don't really? need to change I it. I feel like I should mix it up. No, nah, we don't change it. No, no. Just do Judy your... Greer, America's best friend. See, it's great. Yeah. And it's accurate. Mm-hmm. My Everyone husband, loves Judy Greer. My husband made it up. Mm. Mm. Sounds like you guys are pretty close. He told me I was not America's sweetheart, that I was America's best friend. Oh. Oh. So you've been friend-zoned by America. <laughs> by America. My America's casting directors, maybe? Oh, yeah, them. <laughs> them. Yeah. Um, well, hey, I have, I have great news for you. This is, I mean, look, we're rounding out this, we're rounding out this episode now, mm-hmm. um, but you're one of the stars of the television show Archer. Yes, I am. Uh, and it's one of my favorite television shows, mm-hmm. one of Jordan's favorite television shows, too. Thanks, guys. It's great. Um, anyway, if we could just talk about me for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you know this, but there's a really cool petition on change.org mm-hmm. uh, to get a podcaster and public radio host a part on Archer. I think this is how people, from now on, this is how people are going to jumpstart their careers. But look, Eugene Merman's been on Archer. Mm-hmm. I once got mistaken for Eugene Merman outside of a... That's not enough for you? ...party at SF Sketch Fest. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real laugh. A genuine... It's very funny. Good job, Judy. Thanks. Uh, the... Guys from the trailer park, boys were on Archer. Those guys got lost around the corner from my house one time. And okay. I went, I went and got them. Okay. Brought them back. Okay. So I have a lot of connections to Archer, but it's weird because I've never been on. So I'm just throwing it out right. there that this petition exists. You don't have to sign the petition, but I feel oh. like we're pretty good friends now. You want me to sign I feel petition. like we're pretty good friends now. And you're pretty, you know, I don't think you're going to get fired over this petition. No. At most reprimanded. <laughs> no. I'll look at the petition. I didn't okay. know that it was happening. No. I'll check her out. Yeah, I think you just take a look. Judy, can I be in the next Jurassic Park? 100%. Yeah, that cool. I can do. Thank you. That yeah. I totally can do. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, Jordan, make the dinosaur sound. Make the dinosaur sound. Oh, they- I want to be one of the men. Oh. oh. Yeah, I don't want to be a dino. Okay. Cool. I want to be a dinosaur on Archer. Did I mention that? An Archer? Yeah. That'd be great. Do you want to hear my dinosaur sound? I'd love that. Caw-caw. Caw-caw. Mm-hmm. Oh, bird dinosaur. Yeah, okay. Is cool. that the dinosaur was, doing the laundry? Sound? I was imagining a stegosaurus, but what, how, whatever direction you want to go with that. I'm going to ask them about this. Yeah. Just run it by them. Just you let guys, them know I'm you available. You do shows at Comic-Con. We had uh, <laughs> not enough time to get into it right now. Oh, we tried. Shit. It did not go well. Yeah, there are, if anyone's curious, badly. there are past episodes. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, not, shit. Uh, 
All right. Listen, never I think mind. the fans would enjoy it. Sure. Yeah. Sure, those sure. stuffed shirts who can't handle the truth bombs that we drop. Oh, yeah. Those, mm-hmm. those women. Those women who turn out to be the head of worldwide marketing for Warner Brothers. Oh. <laughs> don't enjoy our work. No. God, I'm anyway. stupid. No, that woman was stupid. Oh, I mean, geez. she's obviously not stupid. She's sure. risen to incredible heights in corporate America. She's obviously a sharp tack. Yeah, probably. <laughs> she was probably right not to want us on her stage. But you have you have Comic Conning that you're doing, I would imagine. Yeah, and we're doing an Archer live show on a boat, I've heard. Ooh. Hell yeah. Which, you know, would be a good place for you guys to stalk. Yes. Mm. You what, specifically. What happens in an Archer live show? We, we got Aisha Tyler doing some stand-up comedy, I imagine. Yeah. Beloved past Jordan mm-hmm. Jesse Go guest, uh, Aisha Tyler. Yeah. She, we usually, like, we – what do we do? I've only done one so far, and it was in Austin, Texas, and we had someone signing the show, like, on the on one, a mm-hmm. person on each side of the stage. And, and when we found out that we had people doing sign language, we just said all the dirtiest words we could think of to see mm-hmm. what the signs were for them. No, of course. I mean, what the hell else are you going to do? The show really fell apart. That and, sounds like a great show, And though. then we dress up some audience members as our characters, and we make them act out scenes from Archer episodes. That's the end game. That's what we did in Austin. I don't know if that's what we're going to do at Comic-Con, but I think so. But it's more fun to say the dirty words and to see what a big – like the sign for great big giant vagina Mm -hmm. is. Is there one – there's three different signs depending on the scale of the vagina. Well, the woman was doing this a lot. That's like a sort of like a London Bridges type pose. I guess. It's like a pointed fingers fingers yeah. pointed above the head. She was like this. Yeah. She took it seriously and then there was a younger guy who was laughing so hard he was having a hard time saying. <laughs> I like that there is a diversity of uh diversity of uh reactions to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was thinking it was funny, but she took it very seriously, which I appreciated. Sure. Who else? We got a full cast of Archer. We got a Jessica Walter. We got a H. John Benjamin. I think we're getting an H. John. He's very elusive. Sometimes he shows up. Sometimes he doesn't. Interesting. Intro. You never know. Keep them guessing. Sometimes he's in New York doing something with John Glazer, doing Forget a Buddies. Sure. Who knows? God, I love Forget a Buddies. Google that, America. Google Forget a Buddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have heard his jazz record. John Benjamin made a jazz record. Just he... stop talking about okay. it. Okay. Just stop talking about it. Right. So that people listen to it. Uh, John Benjamin's a real treasure. Okay, he's a real hero. treasure. But this is like that's like the only time because it it's a cartoon show. Yeah. You're just going into a vocal booth to yeah. record your part. So this is like this, yeah. this is like the first time you've ever met each other. I know. It's true. I mean, that's like why we all do all the press that we can do together because we never get to hang mm. out and we genuinely like each other. Yeah. It's really fun. And then Aisha uh, Tyler's got to go host 75 television shows. <laughs> oh, my God. She's so busy. She's the hardest working person. What's amazing about Aisha Tyler is – so busy. Like literally the hardest working person ever. And we get – she's been on the show maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she she's a beloved past guest and people always say, oh, you should get Aisha Tyler back. And we say, yes, of course. And I, I'll send Aisha Tyler an email. Aisha Tyler will email me back unfailingly promptly – like mm-hmm. unfailingly promptly. Yes. And it will be the most polite 
you know, just declining the opportunity. Yes. And she'll say, like, I'm sorry. From And then she'll give me a specific time to email back. But that time will be, like, seven months in the future. Right. She'll be like, I'm working seven days a week from now until September 2017. Yeah. But if you email me on September 3rd, I've got a window. Yeah. And sincerely. Like, 100% sincerely. And she'll do it. Yeah. God I bless her. email her. Yeah, get her on your podcast. Well, <laughs> well, I don't have a podcast, but also she is like you're right. She's so busy and she's so good at time management. It's astonishing. I wonder how she does it. I'm going to email and ask. She must have just like 17 assistants or something. I just a nice she's day just planner, focused. probably. She does have this. I'll tell you what. I went on her podcast. What? Uh, girl on guy. Yeah. Uh, I was a. It was a really great time. One of the probably the best interview that I've ever done where I was the interviewee. Okay. Um, uh, and she never had me on, by the way. Go ahead. Really? Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. saying. Uh, I don't remember what her assistant's name is. Yeah. Uh, but she oh, that, had the... He's a boy, right? Yeah, he's a boy. He was the, like... I loved him. ...handsomest. Yes, yes. Like, clearest. Oh, my God. I like, most it. focused yes. assistant. Like, I'm just standing on, you know, she records it in, like, an industrial building in the valley somewhere. And I'm just standing on the street, like, looking around, worried that I'm going to be accosted by a porn star or something. And uh, this man comes out. He's just a vision. Yeah. Just a vision, this man. That's Aisha Tyler's assistant. He's amazing. I was like, thank you for welcoming me Mm. into the fold, sir. If it's the same guy as last year, I just loved him so much. It's like you just imagine you're standing on a street corner and then Fonsworth Bentley, the guy who used to hold the umbrella for Diddy, came out and like shook your hand and said, welcome, sir. <laughs> and you're like, oh, thank you, sir. Finally, some decorum. Yes. Finally, uh, in the valley. A magical experience it was. Yeah. Well, Judy Greer. Yes. A joy and a delight it's been to have oh, you on the man. program. Thanks, guys. Thank you for making the time in your Thanks busy schedule. Acting in all of the most successful film and television programs and the best <laughs> film and television programs and somehow making them better. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Um, I appreciate you guys. I like coming on. I like doing this. Well, you're welcome anytime. Thank you. Uh, our producer, Brian Fernandez, overseas in London, England. Yes. Uh, so watch his television show, which is called The Royals. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That's I the right. So. That's what it's called. I think so. Yeah, Christian says yeah. yes. That's what it's called. Uh, Christian Duenas on the boards this week. Our thanks to Christian. Yay, Christian. Uh, 206-984-4FUN. Our telephone number, jjgo at MaximumFun.org, our email address. You can talk about the show on Facebook in the Maximum Fun Facebook group, on Reddit at MaximumFun.reddit.com, and on Twitter with the hashtag JJGo. Where are we sending people's uh, corrections and complaints right now? Oh, boy. Uh, presidential race is getting a little rough. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we should be sending it to presidential candidates anymore. Do you think Buzz Aldrin is on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hit up Buzz. Yeah, just – if Buzz Aldrin's Buzz not Aldrin on Twitter – Martin Shkreli. Yeah, just write you, – that's your choice. Either yeah. American hero <laughs> Buzz Aldrin – <laughs> or Punchline Monster, Martin Shkreli. <laughs> one of the two. Either one. Hit them up on Twitter with all your uh, questions, concerns, and especially corrections. And we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.